Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, airliner meets UFO. That's correct, airliner meets UFO. Now this story comes to us from the Warzone at thedrive.com and the title says, Airliner Encountered Unidentified Fast-Moving Cylindrical Object Over New Mexico. Yes, we're talking about a passenger airline coming into close contact with a fast-moving cylindrical object. The author here is Tyler Rugaway, and the subtitle says, The event and the pilot's reaction to it are remarkably similar to one that occurred in the same general area a few years ago. Now, what's great about this article is we have these uh, contemporaneous account, and we actually uh, can go and listen to uh, the chatter back and forth between the airline pilot and air traffic control, and really kind of get a uh, get a, a just get like a first-hand account of what's going on while it goes on. These are remarkable accounts. The article begins. It says American Airlines Flight 2292, an Airbus A320, flying between Cincinnati and Phoenix on February 21st, 2021, had a bizarre close encounter with what its crew described as a long cylindrical object that almost looked like a cruise missile, moving extremely fast over the top of the aircraft as it cruised along at 36,000 feet and 400 knots. The incident occurred over the remote northeast corner of New Mexico to the west of the tiny town of Des Moines. Steve Douglas, an experienced radio interceptor and the proprietor of Deep Black Horizon, told the war zone that he was recording from his arsenal of scanners when he heard the strange transmission. The war zone has reviewed over an hour of audio that Douglas has provided to us from before and after the strange radio call. We are working to authenticate it from the FAA and get further information and comment from the agency on the event. We've also reached out to American Airlines for any additional details they can provide. Well, if I could just interject here, I would not expect uh, a lot of feedback from either of those groups. We've talked about the FAA in the past on this podcast and how uh, drones have become the new swamp gas. And I just let me go on record here as stating that in my opinion, in all likelihood, if the FAA releases a statement about this sighting, It'll be a drone. How else will they explain it? If it's a jetpack man, it's either the jetpack man or it's a drone. Uh, if it's a flying saucer, it's a drone. You know, if it's if it's uh, some sort of shape shifting object that we can't put a thumb on, it's a drone. So I have zero expectation that the FAA will have anything productive to contribute to this dialogue. As far as American Airlines is concerned, I've got about as much faith in them. I'm sorry, but it seems from everything that I can that I can uh, ascertain here, the airlines have no interest in uh, having to pay for, accommodate, however you want to put it, deal with a UFO reporting uh, log center, whatever. They just don't have an interest in it. The article continues, it says, at approximately 1.19 Central Standard Time on the Albuquerque Center frequency of 127.850 MHz or 134.750 MHz Z, 
I'm sorry, the first one's MH, MHC, okay, or MHZ, recording wasn't frequently stamped. The pilot reported, quote, this is a pilot, do you have any targets up here? We just had something go right over the top of us. I hate to say this, but it looked like a long cylindrical object that almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing, moving really fast right over the top of us. According to Flight 24 and Flight Aware, AAL-2292 was over the northeast corner of New Mexico, west of Clayton, New Mexico. No reply was monitored by the Albuquerque Center because the local Amarillo air traffic walked on top of it. AAL-2292 was near Flight 370 at the time of the report. No significant military presence was noted on ADSB logs. The aircraft flew on to land in Phoenix, Arizona. Now, I want to go back here for just a second. No reply was monitored by Albuquerque Center because local Amarillo air traffic walked on top of it. So apparently somebody was talking over the pilot and they couldn't record the conversation. That's what I'm that's what I'm understanding this to mean. So Steve has provided the radio clip for download. You can listen to it here, and then they have a place where you can go listen to it at. Like I said, I have the link posted at ufowarning.com. Just simply go there, link onto the article, and all the things that are, that are highlighted on that article, you can just click on the links and listen to this for yourself. During that event, a Learjet and an Airbus both had consecutive close encounters with an unidentified object that flew over the top of them while cruising around 37,000 feet over eastern Arizona. Later, the highly experienced Learjet pilot, which was flying for military contractor Phoenix Air, described to local news outlets just how strange the encounter was. His description is somewhat similar to the one from another odd encounter we reported that occurred off Long Island. Okay, before we get into this article further, just look what they're saying here. During that event, a Learjet and an Airbus. So now we have three different pilots that have seen this. One military contractor and two uh, airplane pilots flying passenger jets. This is a mass sighting. Three different pilots. All of these guys, highly qualified, highly trained. Listen, this guy's flying an Airbus or a 747 or this military contractor. They're not letting people who can't identify things in the cockpit. If you really think that these people are not qualified to report a UFO, I can't imagine why you would even bother to get on an airplane. But here we have three different pilots seeing the same thing, and that's a cylindrical object flying over them at high speed at altitude of 36 to 37,000 feet. It continues, it says, The description of a missile-like object was also fits with some of the documented encounters U.S. Navy jet pilots had with anonymous objects off the eastern seaboard throughout the last decade. The War Zone published official reports that we obtained through Freedom of Information Act as a result of our deeper investigation into seemingly unexplained encounters between U.S. Navy fighter pilots and strange objects during that same period of time that mentions similar descriptions. So what the Drive.com is saying here is that, well, this isn't the first time this has happened. First of all, we've got a report of this cylinder UFO from an airline pilot 
in the same area in New Mexico about a year ago. Secondly, we have multiple reports from the East Coast from military pilots having the same experience. This is a common thing, in other words, this cylinder-shaped UFO traveling at high speeds. Now, it's easy to say, well, it's a missile. Well, let's hope not. Let's hope it's not that easy to actually think that, oh, well, we have missiles randomly being shot off out there, number one. And number two, I had the feeling that while this thing was traveling very fast, that it, it was not traveling at the speed of, say, a cruise missile. It continues, it says, As to what the pilots aboard American Airlines Flight 2292 could have actually seen, we really cannot say at this time. Many will point out that New Mexico is home to the, spreading, to the sprawling White Sands Missile Range, along with a bevy of other military facilities, installations, and restricted areas. Still, the chances that a missile could have gone off the reservation during a test or some other standard, standard military explanation seems unlikely. There are procedures in place for this sort of thing, and pilots have been alerted to the safety hazard. In addition, the notion that it could be some sort of clandestine aircraft is also highly improbable, as it would have been operating during the day and without communicating with air traffic control over unrestricted airspace. Now think about this for a second. Anybody that would be flying their aircraft within a, a few hundred feet of a jet airliner should have their license pulled. This this reminds me of the same stuff we heard with these supposed jetpack man sightings out there in California that have suddenly gone silent off the radar, so to speak, now. Who in their right mind gets that close to a commercial airliner? Traveling at speeds of four or five, six, you know, approaching 600 miles an hour. A, a few hundred feet would be like, that's like driving a, a NASCAR inches apart at 200 miles an hour. Listen, nobody in their right mind is going to be up there in, in an ultralight. No one in their right mind is going to be flying a drone at that height. Something else is going on here. It continues, it says, in addition, the notion that it would be some sort of clandestine aircraft is highly improbable, as it would have been operating during the day and without communicating with air traffic control over unrestricted airspace. That being said, we need to point out that the weight that, that the Mount Dora Military Operating Area, MOA, is in that area, but the airline pilots would have been alerted to the airspace being hot and to other potential conflicts. In addition, it isn't a place where a munition like a cruise missile would be let loose. The events over Northern California and Oregon in, two, in, Oregon in October 2017, another case that war zone broke, shows that there is at least some precedent for unknown aircraft operating in highly trafficked airspace, even up into the flight levels where airliners fly. In that case, F-15s were scrambled to investigate after the object was observed for a long period of time by multiple airliners. Well, here you go. Northern California, Oregon, New Mexico, along the East Coast, we have the same thing happening. These UFOs being right there in the face of these airliners in that space where they shouldn't be, showing, frankly, in my opinion, total disregard for the safety of the passengers on board those planes, to the point 
where 2017 F-15s were scrambled to investigate. It says, years after our initial investigation into that incident, all of our sources say it remains unexplained, even at the highest levels. Will you let me know what we hear back from the, excuse me, we will let you know what we hear back from FAA and American Airlines. Well, I would want to say good luck with that. But you see this happening again and again. This shows a pattern. You know, if it happens once, maybe. If it happens twice, maybe. But if if it happens three, four, five, six times, then you should be able to begin to see a pattern. I would also point out that these uh, cylindrical objects, these cylindrical type UFOs, are not something new. I mean, they're not as common as maybe a triangle or they're not as common as maybe the classical flying saucer UFO. But it seems to be one of the preferred shapes uh, these things take. Now, whether that's just because they tend to take uh, common geometrical shapes, whether it's something to do with uh, just how just how they uh, demonstrate their presence, that they just they tend to make something that we recognize, who knows? The fact that some of these things have been set, like the situation here it talks about in uh, Northern California and Oregon, how it was uh, basically stationary for, it says, was it for a long time uh, at this 36, 37,000 foot level where airplanes operate, where airliners operate at, or whether it's something that, as they state here, seems to have been uh, shooting over the top of the plane. It's another one of these situations where we have uh, extremely qualified, extremely believable eyewitnesses, and that is commercial airline pilots and government uh, uh, airline pilot contractors, all reporting the same thing at the same time. But nothing's ever really done about it. The only investigation that we get is from a private a, a private website. What what what's going on with the FAA? Are they even looking into this? And if there is a record of this, uh, are they going to pay attention to Marco Rubio and turn over those uh, findings in a couple of months? You know, we we seem to be uh, entering a period where whatever these things are, they on a regular basis are putting themselves in the flight paths of commercial airlines. It's almost like they're in your face uh, just demonstrating their do- their dominance over it. It's like somebody brought their big 180-pound husky into your living room and let it do its business on your living room carpet. And then, uh, you know, you being the FAA just denied the fact that there was ever any dog poo there. You know, this thing, this phenomenon, whatever it is, it's in the space where we move... Hundreds, thousands of people back and forth. It might as well be sitting in the middle of the interstate and demanding that we stop traffic. You know, I guess it's kind of like the space version of the Antifa protest. Here, I'm going to stand in your way, see what you do about it. I think we're missing something here. We're missing that if this thing, if this thing is actually, if this thing is actually real, which we have to say that it is because it's being observed, what message is it sending us? What's it trying to prove by putting itself right there in the middle of airline traffic? And what message is the FAA saying to us by really not really even seeming to want to publicly address this thing? 
Riding it off as drones or sun flare or swamp gas. All interesting stuff, all online at ufowarning.com. And until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.